Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to the war room. We got Tez, Kill, Jimmy, PJ, B. Austin, the hot block commander. How you want to end up on a two-hour show to keep the brain running with the premise to talk sports on a national level? Both with the topic, sort of like the rubber. When it's game time, they like the Fab Five doing prime time. Sports conglomerates speak their minds a little bit. For sports medicine and sports veterans and greats. The 4 for 26, so the war ain't can wait. It's the war room with five nights at the round table. Five silly guys diversified and educated. Yep, yep, yep. What up, though? What's good out there in War Room land? You're once again live in the War Room, brought to you by War Room Sports. Of course, on the War Room Sports Podcast Network, I'm one of your hosts. I'm the Bull Dev Mac, and I'm at the War Room Roundtable with my brothers. We got Jimmy the Blueprint in the building. We got B. Austin in the building. Uh, we eight weeks down in this NFL season, and we got a new World Series champion. So, of course, you know, we got the latest in the the Ben Simmons saga, uh, Scotty Pippen's back at it, and more. Um, so you know what time it is, man. It's time for you to sit back, relax, and bust it up again with your guys in the greatest man cave in the history of the earth. That is the war room. You can get in on the conversation yourself by signing in right now to the Biderhood chat room at blogtalkradio.com slash the war room. Or you could join us on Facebook or Twitter at War Room Sports. We'll also be taking your calls in about 30 minutes on the Digital Extreme Tech Hotline at number as usual. Three two three four one zero 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 one two. What up, fam? Fam, bam. <laughs> What's good with y'all? Yeah. You can't stop the rain. <laughs> oh, <laughs> good. Oh, okay. Yeah, okay. I'm about to cut some water off, man. If you know, you know. <laughs> <laughs> what up, B? Oh man. What a guan, my youth. Everything Irish. Everything Irish. Everything, everything, everywhere. Yeah, man. Uh, you know, crazy. I, nothing, well, anything super crazy going on this week? I couldn't think of anything. I mean, I know I've seen a bunch of videos. Of, oh, yeah, the, the white people were sitting out at Daly Plaza down in Dallas um, thinking that JFK Jr. was going to reemerge um, at the spot where his pop you know, caught a couple of hot ones in his, in his drop top. Did y'all see that? Yeah. yeah. Like the, the QAnon yeah, folks, like they were really sitting out there, like waiting for JFK Jr. to come back. And he's supposed to be like yeah. Trump's running mate or something because they haven't given up on that. And, you know, it's a lot of weirdness that go on in America, yeah. especially for a place that, you know, considers itself superior to everybody else in the world, man. There's a lot of dumbness. I got to go. I got to <laughs> go. A lot of stupidity that goes on in this country, man. I don't get it. I got to go. <laughs> Shout out to QAnon. Yeah. Short bus riders. <laughs> <laughs> Super short. All right, man. Let's let's get right into everything, man. But before we do, just got to remind everybody out there that whether you're with us now, live, or if you're listening to this after the fact, Anytime on demand, you can still check out archive episodes of our show and all of our partner shows on the War Room Sports Podcast Network. Uh, you can do that either on our website, warroomsports.com, or on one of the many major podcast listening platforms out there, uh, Spotify, Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, 
Man, pick one. The War Room Sports Podcast Network is bound to be there. Uh, you can listen to the War Room. You can listen to shows like Tissue and the Tape. Uh, if you're a hip-hop fan, uh, you can listen to On the Couch with the Wilsons. If you're in the movies and television, you can listen to John Appetit if you'd like to get your grub on. Um, and then we got other sports shows such as the Broad Street Line after further review with the mayor. Uh, we got it all, man. So make sure you take a listen on the War Room Sports Podcast Network. But let's get into these hot topics. And hot topics, as usual, is brought to you by my bookie. It's time for you to make some money sports betting at my bookie. If you still haven't checked out my bookie, then it's time to place a bet. Because, you know, if you guys didn't know that sports betting was all the way legal now, then I don't know where you've been for the last few years. But you can lay down some bread on all the biggest games in sports by joining the War Room and thousands of other online players. Placing bets at mybookie.ag. No excuses when you win. You get your payout and you get it fast. They even have in-game live betting so you can place wages after Derrick Henry blows a tire. Um, join now and mybookie and match 50% of your first deposit up to $1,000. Just use the promo code WARROOM. All caps, one word to activate this offer. Visit mybookie.ag today. Play, win, and get paid. That's all there is to it, man. We just want to give a quick Pro. shout out to the uh, the Atlanta Braves. I know B. Austin down in your part of the country. They're gonna be partying. Yo, uh, in a, in a yo, day they canceled. Yo, they canceled school tomorrow. It's a holiday. Hey. They doing hey, all man, types the, of stuff. The Braves haven't done this since what 1995. It's been 26 since years. David since they, Justice was banging Holly Berry. <laughs> they hoisted that trophy, man. So, you know, it, it, they got to do what they got to do. I mean, if I'm not mistaken, didn't they cancel school when the Eagles won? So, you know, yeah, it is what it is. Yeah, I mean, if they didn't, there was a lot of kids playing hooky that day because I saw a lot of kids down at that parade. No, they did. They did. Okay. I was about to say, I, I didn't think it was any uh, uh, school going on. Yo, so, man, that's a normal thing. You know, sports are, sports are the most important thing in society. So you know you gotta Absolutely. create a holiday. Of music. So I mean, it's Games also it's also a logistical it's also a logistical nightmare. So you gotta like it's like oh, you yeah. gotta do that. Oh, yeah. yeah, because you know you might you might have like a, a school bus driver that's going through like what Ben Simmons is going through, and he might just bowl over like thirty thousand people because they won't get out of his way. No, so, you know, he, no. <laughs> You gotta, you gotta do what you gotta do, man. You gotta cancel things. I'm gonna keep it. I'm gonna keep it. I'm gonna keep it a thousand though. I'm not going anywhere near Atlanta. I ain't going nowhere near Atlanta. There's gonna be way too many Joe Buttons down there trying to get their slaughterhouse. Yeah, yo, we we heard about that, man. What's what's up with that, man? What's up with Joey, man? I'm a Jim. Is that a rollout? Or is it? Or does it have any, nothing to do with him? And somebody just made that up. Like, what's up? Yo, here's the I thing, right? It. No, so I saw it. I, I saw I it, there. I don't listen. I saw to it. Kiss a ball? No. Oh, he said it. No, he came. On, he, he no, he grabbed the microphone. Well, he's apparently he's been grabbing microphones, but he he had his mic, and Bull said, "I like men. I like men and women. I am bisexual." He said, he said it. I would just like to say that in my life, right, here's what I'm, I want to say. I'm, oh, go ahead, brother, because <laughs> right. I, I got an announcement. So I, 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 no, no, I, I used to listen to the show, <laughs> but I really don't. I really don't listen to their pod no more since uh, you know you did his homies. Like yo, so, Rory and Maul, he ruined it. Yo, I hate Bull. 
I believe Bill Gates. Yo, but let me, let me finish. Yeah, yeah. Well, let me finish. Let me finish, bro. Let me finish. My fault. But it's been a running joke. It's been a running joke on the podcast for years that you know he's a clown on me. He said, "Yo, before 2022, you gonna come out as boss." Like so, that was been a running joke. So with that being said. I don't know if this is, like, part of the shtick or he was dead serious. And maybe that was, like, the rollout for him actually being serious by making that a running Yo, joke for the last two years. It don't even matter. It don't so even matter. Ain't no upstanding heterosexual male going to do that. You know, Joe, and I know Yo. Joe is a, is a, is a, thirst, a well, you thirsty. Said, well, first of all, you said upstanding, right? This is 2021. Well, yeah. People do weird. Yo, I honestly believe that the boy Little Nas X not even gay. I really believe that. Yeah, I believe that too. Like these days, I, I, I these days people do anything. You do anything, yo. Like it's worth. Mm-hmm. It's worth. Well, it fabulous, like, fabulous told y'all, money ain't the root of all evil. Now, attention, attention is. is. Um, Listen, and the thing about it is, I know I, I, I'm not the I'm, only one who stopped listening, right? But the fact of the matter is, yeah, since I this uh, thing went semi-viral, guess what? People are talking about his pod now. He's probably gonna do numbers on that episode because no, of he's that. gonna do big numbers because so everybody, nothing, everybody gonna rush it. What exactly. So nothing shocks me no more, bro. Like nothing at all shocks me. Everything is about attention. Because my thing yo. is, even if that's the case, what's the point of announcing? Yo. Can I, I didn't get a say that. The point of announcing it. I'm 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 somewhat, and I'm sure that there have been people in the public eye and the media that I that I defend and I rock with, and and y'all know how kind of how I feel about Joe Budden. To the Joe Budden stand, I'm a Joe Budden hater. To the Joe Budden detractors. I'm a Joe Budden stan. But I've always kind of been objective about dude because I feel like he doesn't get his credit because he's such a noodle. He doesn't get his credit as a lyricist. Same thing with game. Like, dude is a lyrical wizard, but I can't defend Boy no more. And call me, you know, call me whatever. Hold on, hold on, hold on. No. Hold a on, lyrical hold wizard and he's about to start dressing like one? Hold up. Oh, hold up, hold up. Here's my question, though. Hold up. You've only defended his ability to rap. How does this change yeah. his ability to rap? You just destroyed his whole character. You disrespected him every other way. You just always admit yeah. that the boy could rap. Like, that doesn't change anything, does it? But Cut his because of all the fact the that off. he's been rapping, he's basically saying that he's been rapping his lips around Nemar. I can't. I'm not. <laughs> hey, <laughs> yo. You can't yo, stop him. Yeah, he's cutting water all the way off, Jim. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, <laughs> right, yo, man, I yo. never grew up, and I never anyway, grew up. man. Anyway, congratulations to the Braves. <laughs> I don't know how this turned. I know, yo. Button, how do we though. get here, yo? Yeah, c- congratulations to the Braves. <laughs> All right, we Philly fans. Yo, they only how get was you? A, a come on, man. Now they we only get was a grown. We was grown. We was grown by the time Slaughterhouse came out, so we probably didn't act the same way about them as we did Wu Tang. And I know some. I know y'all was Wu Tang Stan. How you a part of Slaughterhouse and you do this? <laughs> Come on, man. Yeah, we, we're gonna grab How you a part of Slaughterhouse and you do this? <laughs> we, we you disrespected, yo. You disrespected a grab, lot of people. On. All right, move on. Hey, man, man. get talk, me out of here. Talking about you know, disrespected, man. I just think about something else too, real quick, B. Austin. I know you be with the chatty pattiness. Yo, it, it was a boy that was on the Breakfast Club a minute ago, and he was talking about um, he was the boy that was going through it with um, what's the publicist chick name that everybody messed with? 
Oh, um, yeah, her. Anyway. I know exactly what you're talking about. Yeah, so it was a ball in there, and he was like, yo, Joe Button, keep attacking me. He was like, yo, I got dirt on you. If you keep attacking me, I'm going to put it out there. I was thinking, like, yo, maybe. Jasmine Brand. He's I maybe, he just, maybe he just or got no, in front Karen of Civil. Karen Civil. That's it. That's, that's it. Be off, and that's her name. That's the name. Yeah. So he was defending Karen Civil on his podcast network, and the ball was like, all right, keep coming after me. I got some dirt on you. So now I'm thinking maybe he's trying to, like, you yeah, know. He, he, he tried to jump in front of that bus. <laughs> yeah, this is a random thought. My bad. I know, I know oh, we got to get back to our show. Like, jump on the bus. Patties, but while we announce on yeah. like, yo, I like BBWs that know how to cook. But go ahead, though. <laughs> <laughs> well, like I Christian said, speaking Farmers only. Speaking of chatty pattiness, man, your man Scotty Pippen is still at it. Um, you know, his book is, is finally about to be here. The, the release date is supposed to be November 9th. So he's making his rounds again, and, you know, he's he's still on his FMJ tour. Um, he's still bitter about the last dance, and, you know, he had a couple of comments uh, about all of that this week. Um, and, and we're just finding out new information about this whole situation, and it's crazy, you know, to think about how close these two dudes seem to have been, you know, when they were playing. But uh, Scottie Pippen basically was saying, you know, in that documentary, I was nothing more than a prop. Um, Michael Jordan couldn't have been more condescending if he tried. Um, he was an effing noodle, Scottie. He, he also says the Netflix, the docuseries, he, he, he did it to prove that he's bigger than LeBron James um, because there's people now saying, you know, LeBron James is past Jordan, so he had to put that out to remind people and, and try to stake his claim as the greatest of all time. Um, what do y'all think of, of Scotty's, you know, latest, we know the, the, we know the rollout started months ago and he's ramping months. it up a little bit now because the, the documentary is coming out, but what's up with, yo. you know, some of the latest stuff. He yo. said he never, he said one thing he regrets is never giving Michael Jordan condolences of when his dad was found murdered back in 1993. That's foul, yo. Like, that's that's foul. kind of yeah. Yo. I'm about to say that's 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 foul. Scotty, so Scotty is a noodle on on a lot of different levels. First of all, you know, and some of y'all are gonna listen to this episode and say what's wrong with this ball, but because this has nothing to do with his basketball playing ability. But you let future make you a cuckold. So are we really going to respectfully listen to you? Like you Yo. let future knock your joint down. Come on, man, Scotty. Yeah. If you don't get the right, f so, out of here, and your I sneakers mean, so are always weak. According to how many kids he got, this, he should knock a lot of Jones down. But you know. yeah, he definitely did. But yo, the thing is though. Um, what's interesting about this for me is that it is part of the rollout. We all know it's part of the rollout. But yo, I ain't gonna lie, it's working too. Cause I'm gonna mm. watch the doc, like. Yo, I'm, I'm, you know what, Dad? We got this list, right? Like the OJ case, Biggie and Tupac. I'm starting to put the 96 Bulls on that list of like no matter what kind of content <laughs> is surrounding it, I'm there for it. You got yeah, you I, now. I think that's about to go on our. It's, it's all because of the hoop earring, dude. You, you got you now. Yo, like now you're gonna see the real stuff. Yo, it's more. It's yo, but it's more than that though. Like they, they really, it, it's, it's so much drama there with Rodman, with Phil Jackson. Yo, I really, Scottie really, 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 really don't like Scotty Pippen. <laughs> I mean, that's cool. That's cool you, and all, but listen, he, he really makes good. the drama better, though. He makes the drama better. Like, Tony Kukoc, you know what I'm saying? Scotty pointing at the shoe. Like, there's so much drama involved in those, those uh, you know, several years they played together Yo, that I'm here for Jimmy, all the madness and all the nastiness Jimmy, and messiness now. Scotty Pippen huh? don't give you Don, Scotty Pippen don't give you Donovan McNabb energy. 
He don't got a little Donovan in him. I mean, I mean he probably, spends like, a lot of time in Chicago. Joe Button energy. More Joe Button energy. <laughs> but what I, what I will say is this. Like, no, he definitely it makes buttons. it interesting. He definitely buttons. He makes it Plus, plus you got to understand, when you watch Scotty on TV, Scotty be going off that digits too, yo. Scotty be drinking, yo. Like, I remember when I used to watch him on he the be NBA off that show. Water. He used to, like, be, um, he'd be off them digits, man. Like, so Scotty be on them digits <laughs> and he'd be going. So, you got to understand that too. But it's definitely working because I'm looking forward to the book, the movie. I want all of it. Pause. I'm a, let me I'm gonna give y'all a couple of more quotes button. and then I'm gonna ask y'all a question about this whole thing, um, you know, because he's basically saying from one season to the next we received little to no credit whenever we won, but the bulk of the criticism when we lost. Um, welcome to playing with you know a superstar, a goat. Um, he said Michael could shoot six for twenty four from the field, commit five turnovers, and he was still in the minds of all the adoring press and public. The errorless Jordan. He said, now here I was in my 50s, 17 years since my final game, watching us being demeaned once again. Living through it the first time was insulting enough. So he goes on to say how his friendship with Michael Jordan has never been tight. And he said, Michael and I aren't close and never have been. So there's one more thing about this that, that he mentioned. And this was what people... You know, when he said this, a lot of people were like, oh, is this what it's really about? Because he talked about the documentary, the docuseries, and then said, you know, we had to see all of that about ourselves, and we didn't receive a dime for it. Like, could this be about money? But that's not my question to you guys. I'm like, okay, you had to let them in, because that was what he said before that. He's like, we let them into our lot, you know, to our sanctuary and all that kind of stuff. So back then, if, if, if money was an issue, back then when you let them in, like you didn't negotiate that, you didn't ask them if y'all were going to get paid, you just said, yeah, come on in. Like that doesn't really sound like somebody who wasn't close to this dude. You trusted him that much to do that, and now all of these years later, you're talking about you didn't receive a dime. Like what – like is it just the rollout? Like is anything he's saying – does he believe anything he's saying – because I don't understand how you would complain about that part of it when you allowed them to do this. You didn't ask about money then. You didn't try to negotiate anything. Like, what, what's up with Scotty? Yeah. Scotty's a noodle. Scotty allowed Future to plow his wife in front of him. Yo, talk um, about this stuff. And I man. think Nobody that care about Future. I think I think I think even if it's a lie. I think at some point delusional people convince themselves that lies are true. That's what delusional is. I think there's some delusion there. I really do. I think Scotty is rewriting. I think he's rewriting the past based on how he may have felt at that time, but never let it be known. And now he's, it's, it's that's how I say, I don't put it past. Like, I don't think, I think, I don't think he's lying about like how they felt. I mean, that's, that's, any team with a giant no, you ain't lying about his feelings, but he's you're going to feel like he you're not getting all the credit. You're going to feel like you're getting all the blame. I think he's lying about things saying like we were never close. Like I, I never got that from them. Like they seem like they were cool. You know what I mean? But um, hey. they seem like they were teammates to me. They never seemed extra cool. They never seemed extra cool because I mean, they seem cool Mike to me. I don't know. Sport. Not to me. Mike <laughs> was bigger than the sport, so Mike ain't seem cool with none of them dudes. Because Mike was just like, Mike was Mike. Like, I don't know. For like me, it seemed like Scott Pippen was like, the only one that he ever gave any respect to. Like, real respect. Just like like, I, I thought like, they were cool. I felt like I'm Kobe, not saying he was cool with everybody, like, but I think I thought he was cool with Scott. 
I felt like Kobe was never cool with any of his teammates, regardless of what he said. I never felt like he was cool with any of them. Um, <laughs> Even Powell, you didn't Brown think he was cool with Powell? I think, I, think he, I think he grew to to be cool with Derek Fisher because they, they, they won five together. So, yeah, I think yeah. I think that's genuine. I, 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 I get what Jimmy's saying though. I don't. No, I mean, I don't know if it's always. It's, no, been, it's, it's all speculation. It's all speculation. Kobe, I think Powell might. Right. Powell might be the closest, but it's all speculation. But all I'm saying is, that's what kind of like you know made Bron different because we we were used to seeing Kobe and Mike behave one way, and Bron kind of like cool with all. Bron be trying know, to draw his way. Him. Like he didn't seem like the the star. Like he used to be like on. People. Yeah, so it's kind of like it's kind of like. And, and this goes to, to to what basketball does, though, right? Run me, Willie Rodman. Before, no, before before Mike, we had like Magic and Bird, and before then we had Doc. And it's like whoever the face of the, the the you know the superstar in the league is, you know, you see people trying to mimic that, but then like you know, Bron kind of came in and changed it and became you know AAU Bron. Um, right. But I never felt like they were close. He was like I never the, felt like the they were best close. I, in I never the league, like, but he was a fan. <laughs> Yeah, I never uh, felt like Mike like was close to him, but at the same time, this comes off to me, this whole Scotty thing is like, yo, he's been feeling this way for years, and he finally got to go Nas to say something, and he's probably speaking not just for himself, but the rest of his teammates, but it, you know, a lot of them ain't going to say nothing, because at the end of the day, like, you, you, some of the, the things that you got were based upon playing with him, too. Like, some guys yeah. have admitted that, like, cats that left the ball. Or, 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 or Scotty Pippen. Or is Scottie Pippen having financial problems and he Mike is just big enough to have to be collateral damage for <laughs> like look, I, mean, I can get rich off bashing this cat. Like I mean that like, too. That's being true. on his jock haven't paid off that much like after retirement. So it's time listen, for me to stop praising this, this is, bull. This is <laughs> this is an easy check. This is an easy check for him. <laughs> easy money. Easy money sniper. <laughs> it's like it's almost yeah. it's yo, it's almost like a it's almost like a Saudi writing a tell-all book. Yeah, but no, <laughs> even back to the to the Kobe thing. I get what you're saying. I'm I'm with you on that. I think Kobe may have um, forged some real friendships after you know he was damn near on his way out, and he wasn't so robotic about basketball anymore. So he kind of opened himself up to maybe Powell, Lamar. Derek Fisher, those only three I can think of. I don't think he had any more friends ever. Ron in the league, but um, who? Who? I don't think he was cool with QB. <laughs> oh, Ron! I thought you said Brian. I'm like, oh, that that relationship's so fake. But <laughs> um, I, I don't think he was all that with QB. I think he treated him like his little like slow brother. <laughs> like, like I, I really yeah, I do. Could, like the way I could see that. He, yeah, I mean, the way Kobe used to, like, he really used to act like Ron Artest was, like, some six-year-old, and he was, like, his, his uncle. His I mean, ment- mentally, like, like... Mike treated all his, his teammates. Except for, except for, I, I just didn't see that with Scotty. You know what I, mean? I did, yo. Scotty some... was still his young boy, man. Like, he, yo... Yeah. I mean, he had to be his young boy. But again, but again, you, you my thing is, like, boy. you know... This, this... <laughs> This is not shocking to me. Like the, the way that the fact that Pippen felt this way is not shocking to me. It's just how he go, how he, the rollout is just interesting to me. But I, I there's probably people oh on the Get Lakers that, that felt their way about Kobe. It's probably you know I'm not saying probably there is, but you know there's people in the Lakers who felt their way about Kobe. Um, now that I never say it because of you know how things ended, they will never say it. But um, same with Brian. They probably like, felt that way about Magic. Magic be on the court smiling. Absolutely. Probably just the hell out of them dudes. Absolutely. Outside. 
He was hanging with the owner. Absolutely. Evening. I mean, when you, when you when you have a exactly that was part of the story. They were saying folks looked at him crazy because he used to hang with the owner and you know and, and bang chicks. But you know how that worked out for him. But anyway, um, <laughs> yeah. So so this yeah. isn't like surprising that you feel this way when you're playing with a, when you're playing with a polarizing figure. Yeah, I guarantee you, you start interviewing the uh, the Colts that play with Peyton Manning, he probably hate his guts too. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, any situation, I mean, you're going to hear everybody say nice things about Tom Brady, but it's the exact same thing. Like, he's going to get all the credit when they win. He's going to get none of the blame when they lose. It's, it is that's what it is. I mean, kind of the way right. Cat, Cat you're, and You're going to reap the Jimmy. benefits off of that, though. You're going to be a champion right along with these dudes. But, you know, when things don't go well. <laughs> Yeah, I, I don't know though, because Scotty recently, like his legend has grown so much. Um, I don't know, like these feelings might have been, you know, feelings that he felt throughout the years. I don't even know if it's still like that as far as the credit is concerned, but I think Scotty has come to a place where he can capitalize off of this, so he got to dig up them feelings again, because you know, as of late. And, and the Scotty, fact of the matter is, I cut I've seen his whole career. Scotty's not radio, super internet. legendary now. <laughs> Listen, bro, Scotty is being talked about on the internet. He's been trending. So, I mean, it is what it is. Without him doing this, none of us even care about Scotty. We barely care about Mike anymore. I mean, damn, Scotty. I mean, what was you? Scared to smile? They called you ugly? Like, what? <laughs> if you know, you know. Yeah. But, all right, so, um, yeah, we'll we'll see. I mean, but you're right, Jim. I mean, the rollout is working because I'm definitely interested in the book. Unguarded comes out November 9th. Um, I might yeah, check that out. It's definitely I am supporting that. I'll probably check that out and finish that before I even finish the ESPN book. <laughs> Yo! <laughs> you only been a decade. Yeah, I've been reading the same book for 10 years. Oh, you can't stop the change. <laughs> All right, so um, Ben Simmons is now refusing um, the Sixers' attempts at helping him. Like, they're trying to give him – I guess they're trying to help him out with, like, mental health uh, therapists and stuff like that, um, and he's refusing their help. Now, they said he's been working with uh, a therapist appointed by the NBA, um, like, by the Players Association, but – He's he's said right now he's not comfortable with sharing anything from that with the 76ers, and when he feels like it, he will. I mean, is this just him, like, you know, he's just continuing this little ruse that, that, that he's doing? There's not going to be any information because he's just using this to get, get his check? Yeah. What do y'all think? This is a hustle, really dog. Ain't nothing wrong with this boy other than any bitch ass thing. He, he cool. <laughs> Trying to get his check. Yeah. I mean, what is it with the 76ers, was... though, and, and having players with some kind of mental block? Maybe it's the, <laughs> maybe it's the organization. Maybe like a draft, like, like we got a mental block. Draft, like, they do some testing before the draft on these dudes' mental state, man, because, you know, I don't know, man. That's like two number one picks that both got mental blocks. Like, right. I mean, you know, I don't know, bro. That's that's that's. Two of them at some point in their career were scared to shoot. I mean. Yeah, Ben is running the play, man. But I, you you can't. I don't know how you come back from unless you go somewhere else and you win like three consecutive championships. Like, you've ruined your legacy. 
outside of money, right? You got your money, you you independently wealthy or what have you, but yo, you 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 a coward, b? You a rich coward. Yes, I, I don't know. Some, some, some cats don't coward. mind. Some cats don't mind being a rich coward better than being a poor coward. This is true. <laughs> this is true. But I mean, you know, here rich ass cat. Your boy name is Rack. Rack Simmons. <laughs> <laughs> Rack Simmons, <laughs> aka man. So now you a band. Now you a band and a rat. All right. So <laughs> related to this, the Portland Trailblazers were in town to play the 76ers earlier this week. And during player introductions, I mean, y'all know uh, the city is is known for the way they boo everybody. And you know, during the player introductions, the the visiting team got booed as they always do, as they should. But when they got to Dame Lillard, there was loud cheers. And then when he went to the foul line later on during the game a couple of times, they were actually chanting, like, we want Lillard or, or something of that of that nature. Now, what do y'all think, like, what what are your thoughts on Sixers fans doing that? I mean, we, know, we all know why, because there were rumors that there were talks of the Sixers trying to get Dame Lillard for Ben Simmons. Um and things of that nature, but do you think the fans took this one too far? Um, I mean, fans are going to fans. I don't think that Dame has any intent. Yo, I, th- I really think like Dame is going to punish himself and stay there the entire career and be a loser. Yeah, Dame ain't leaving. You know, just to prove mm-hmm. a point that you know I'm, I'm tougher than y'all. And just yeah, he's not. Tough, he's, he's trying to show that he's not a rack. He's not a rack, and he's not a band. And yeah, that means he's gonna too go too far with him. He's going to go too but far. B, with B, you don't have any problem with, with Sixers fans cheering for somebody on the opposing team that has no real, I, real ties do, to the Sixers I, or the city? I, I do. I do have an issue with it. But, all right. So, I find... Be like, We're I got all, all it, but I hate the other ball so much that I don't care. Yeah, I hate that. Yo, he... Yeah, yo. I guess we've been family, so he he knew how to articulate that. Like I hate Bull so much that it's almost like just like I can put myself in a fan's shoes. Like I probably would feel guilty, but if I was there courtside, I would probably do the same thing. Especially if if Rack uh, Rack City was actually in the building. Oh my God, I, I would I would have to let him know somehow my feelings. So that's basically the city and the fans letting Ben know, and maybe even the top of the organization know what, what they feel. But the the team, the jersey should mean more than your personal sentiments against one player. Like, that's disrespectful to the legacy of the Sixers. It is. I mean, it is. But I, I don't it, think it, fans weird. are thinking about it that deeply. Yeah, well, Dame, this was his quotes after the game. He said, yeah, I heard it. Um I mean, it's the city of brotherly love, I guess. They showed the brother some love. He he He's spitting bars in his post-game. B-A-R's. He said, they showed me some love, but that was it. I thought it was funny. That comes with professional sports. It's fun. It's a public thing, so I'm not uptight about it or acting like I don't recognize it. I know what it is, and I know what it's about, but I'm a trailblazer. I appreciate the love. I appreciate the respect that they show and the desire or whatever. I'm ten toes in Rip City, and I've said that time and time again. And tonight I laughed about it during starting lineups, but that was that. So just like y'all just said, Dame is like F O H, like 
I'm not going nowhere. So, um, you know, it's going to be a long – I guess, you know, Portland, that's a one-time thing, so he's not going to be back. So after him saying that, you know, they don't get an opportunity to do it again this season. So um, that's what I would be curious about. Like if this was a star from the Eastern Conference and they were coming to the Wells Fargo Center more than once and they expressed after the game, all right, cool, thank you, but, yeah, yeah I'm not doing that. I'm, I would be curious to see if they would do it again. Then they would really, really be taking it too far. But So do, do you all knock Dame for his stance, though? Um, listen, you know, Dame was Jimmy has some strong words saying, saying he wanted to be a loser. Yeah, he gonna, I'm like, damn. Yo, yeah, he's going to be a loser. Or like, yo, he was just on the I-95 joint the freestyle and was like dissing folks that leave their team. Like, he gonna try, he's trying to prove a point, but he's, he's fighting a losing battle. Cause, the funny thing <laughs> was, though, it seemed like during the offseason we were hearing maybe some rumors that Dame was softening on that stance a little bit. But sometimes you think people have said too much. They've said so much that at this point they can't now because you're going to look like a yeah, Superman. It's like, it's like, Kevin Durant it's like, did it. It's like, be awesome, you know it's like be awesome with Dak and, um, and the ball, brother. <laughs> yeah, at this point, you can't give him no props. But <laughs> – but no, nah, like we saw it with Kevin Durant, though. I mean, remember when everybody yo, was trying to go to the Heat? To that everybody is, yo, was trying to go to the Lakers. He had something to say when everybody was trying to go to the Heat and Lakers, and then he ended up going to a, a you know a seventy two and seventy three and nine team that just put his team out of the playoffs. So, I mean, yeah, sometimes Kevin there's Durant no shame. The original, but Dame he's the original like, Dan. Yeah, he don't sound. He don't. Dame don't seem like the type that has like no no shame whatsoever. I think he might have said too much by this point. But we'll see. <laughs> we'll see if, if, you know, frustration, too much frustration kicks in. You never, ever, ever know. All right, so um, our quote of the week, man, comes from the NBA as well, man. It comes from the situation going on in Boston. And earlier in the week, after a, a tough loss, Marcus Smart kind of sounded off post-game about his two-star teammates. Let me read the quote to you uh, real quick. Um, He said, I think everybody's scouting report is to make those guys, talking about uh, Jason Tatum and Jalen Brown, to make those guys try to pass the ball. They don't want to pass the ball, and that's something they're going to learn. They're still learning, and we're proud of the progress they're making but they're going to have to make another step and find ways to not only create for themselves, create for others on this team. Um, one part I did leave out in the beginning, he was like, um, <laughs> he was like, uh, I can only do so much standing in the corner. And then he said the rest of that. So is that about them passing the ball to make the Boston Celtics better? Or is that about them passing the ball to him in particular? Yo, he just, he just, you know, he like, look, I ain't gonna wait till I'm retired and write a book. I'm gonna, I'm gonna slam these dudes right now, right here, right now. <laughs> I'm gonna start penning, I'm gonna start penning these chapters now. At least so when I do write that book, y'all know it was real. <laughs> y'all won't even be asking. Yeah. <laughs> so apparently, the Celtics, after these comments, and you know, after it blew up in the media. 
they had a, a, a team only, a players only meeting. But after the meeting, you know, the, the rumors that you got out of that was that the meeting was emotional, but it was very unproductive. And um, some saying it, you know, not even beneficial to the team. So the fact that they're struggling a little bit, he says this, they have a players-only meeting, and it seems like they still didn't get things off of their chest to a point where, you know, everybody's kumbaya. Like, what does this do to the Boston Celtics going forward? First of all, there's always been trade rumors about one of those dudes having to go. I think we all know if one of them was to get traded, it would be Jalen Brown. But, man, is it, are, are we sure? That Jason Tatum is the best player on the Boston Celtics? Are y'all sure? Nah. Nah. I mean, I, I don't even know. Where, where my guy he's Court, the at? Best. Court, Court, you listening? Like, I mean, now we questioning whether <laughs> I mean, he's the best player now this will be at? Like? <laughs> I'm, I'm just asking the question. Like, are we sure? Like, you know, Damn, I think, I think that's, that's, that's supposed to be, that's supposed to be like the given out there. But, you know, Jalen has always hooped. And so far this season, um, I'd go out on not even a limb and say he's definitely playing so far this season. He's playing better than Jason Tatum. But, you know, it's a, it's a long season in front of us. But with them struggling, do y'all think that in any way this could do anything to help the team? Because it, so far it doesn't seem like it. Like usually something like this happens and you have your little players only meeting and then everybody gets everything off their chest and everybody's singing Kumbaya. Yo, the reports from this meeting about, is, is it wasn't productive, it wasn't beneficial, and it was very emotional. So what do y'all see? About, what do y'all uh, see the Celtics finishing? Go ahead, B. I uh, it's about that. accountability and mm-hmm. old, old heads, right? So as we've seen the NBA get, you know, younger or trend towards youth, right, I don't even consider Marcus Smart an old head, and apparently Jason Tatum and uh, – and my man Brown don't either. And so they like, yo, FOH, man, you can't ball like us. We're not giving you the rock. <laughs> and it's a little disrespectful, but there's no accountability in that locker room because I can see, I literally can see both of them looking at him like, yo, dog, you really should be a linebacker in the NFL. Like you ain't <laughs> on our level. But the thing is, Marcus Smart, for whatever reason, gets a lot of respect in the NBA. I mean, respect enough for the Celtics to sign him to this new long-term deal before the season. So do y'all think the organization might be looking at that deal as a mistake now that he might be beefing with their two superstars? Like, you can't upset the two superstars because we're living in an era where one of these dudes can just say, I want out no matter how many years they have left on their contract, and it's over. Like, we, we see it. Like, contracts mean nothing these days. So they could be regretting making that move. Like, okay, we, we looked at Marcus Smart as, uh, you know, uh, a very important piece to this team, but not important enough to piss off the two dudes that we need as franchise pillars or in Jalen Brown's, um, in, in his situation, possibly – somebody that's going to be a part of a trade for a franchise pillar. So I don't know. It, it, it seems like they're in a weird place right now and they're not really performing well 
on the court. Where do y'all see the Celtics finishing? I heard somebody else say the other day um, they're looking at the Celtics as a seven seed, which would basically put them in the playoff play-in tournament. Do y'all see them slipping that far down the Eastern Conference standings? Yeah, I can, I can see that. I can see it. For me, they're a bubble. Like, I can see them going six and in. I can see them, you know, ending up in the tournament. I can see either. Mm-hmm. Yo. Cool. Um, it's 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 crazy because I remember a couple of years ago, like Cats were talking about the run they was getting ready to go on. They, you know, they had everything yeah, lined yeah. up for them, and now it's like somebody always about to go on a run. Top ten are not mentioned at all, yo. And they be dead wrong all the time. <laughs> they went from top ten to not mentioned at all to their bodyguard yeah. out here making like slanderous remarks about the star players. That's the thing, though. I mean, they pretty much have two players that play the same position and play the same way. Just take like have y'all watched them play lately? It's it's terrible basketball. It's basically yeah, it, it is. And, we're and, gonna come down and take turns. Take blame like, for this, yo. Right for like Danny four or five plays. It's Tatum time, and then for like the next four or five plays, it's Brown time. Um, the the other night, like late in the game, like even though they switch up like that, I think Tatum. I think it's universally known that it's Tatum's team. So somebody. Uh, pointed out on, on something that I was reading the other day, like during the stretch of a game um, that was a close game, even though Brown was the latest one of them that had, had the hot hand, with a few seconds left on the clock, Tatum had to hold the ball. You see Brown there looking at him like, you know, like, give me the rock, I'm, I'm hot. And Tatum, <laughs> the, the way they described it, it was like Tatum's face would show you that he knew that Brown was hot and he probably should give him the ball, but it's his team and we're living in the, the era of, you know, well, every, every since it's about. hero ball. So because it's my team, I have to have the ball no matter who has the hot hey, hand. Noodle, man. And that's how you they're going back and forth. Man. So it's like they're in trouble right now because you got other players, you got role players complaining that they're not getting the ball. You have, they're having trouble sharing the ball. You know, in certain times of the game, I mean, I it's it's somebody it's, it's got to go. Somebody got to go. Can yeah, it, it, like it, it, it definitely it they definitely got to go because if you're gonna have two players that of almost equal value like that, they have to play different roles. It has to be like a guard and a center, or a guard and a big forward type of thing. You can't have two dudes that pretty much play the same way. Um, you know, vying for shots on the team. Tatum taking like twenty four game, Jalen taking like twenty two a game, and and Marcus Smart complaining about having to stand in the corner the whole time. So yeah, it's not looking good for the Celtics right now. Talented as they may be, it's terrible basketball, man. When you sit back and watch it. So um, that's our our quote of the week from one Mr. Marcus Smart. Before we take some calls, man, let's talk about a few quick things in the NFL. Jameis Winston. Torres ACL, has a little damage to his MCL. Von Miller has been traded to the Rams. The Rams still trying to super team to get this Super Bowl. And um, Derek Henry hurt his foot, had foot surgery on Tuesday, maybe out for the season. But other reports say six to ten weeks. What do y'all think about these three stories and how they're going to help shape the rest of this NFL season? Derrick Derrick Henry has now officially terminated 
Tennessee's chances of advancing past the first round. They're going to win the division. You you don't believe in Ryan Tannehill? Yo, they're about to drop and only play with five in the box (laughs) and and make Ryan Tannehill (laughs) throw the ball. Yeah. I mean, that that's why they bought weapons, man. He got weapons. You know, the thing is, he, no, no, I, he um, got he got weapons. He's just not one of his weapons. Understood. Yeah. Understood. Um, it's so they call they Adrian signed, Peterson. But, you know what? They signed they call Adrian AP? Peterson. Yeah, they signed. They signed. They signed Black Superman, but I'm, I'm not sure he's young enough to get it done, man. He's he's no. yeah. father. Father Kryptonite has got to do it. Father Kryptonite, yeah. Father Kryptonite, probably. Because what what will happen with AP is AP's probably in remarkable shape, right? He's in remarkable shape. He's gonna come in, and the first two three games, they're gonna be like, man, that's the old AP, and that's the old. And see what happens once you get men of a certain age. It's not that we still can't do it, but you can't do it every day. You can't yeah, do it back to back. One time. <laughs> yeah, one time he gonna have that one hundred yard game and they going and you know the the hot take media, oh my god, AP's back, he's gonna go for two and that'll be that and then you just said what? He got twenty six yards in that game. He's gonna, <laughs> <laughs> he's gonna have twenty six and then he's gonna be hurt and that'll be and that'll be that. Von Miller to the Rams. I think with Leonard uh Floyd on the other side and that man, that man in the middle. In the middle. I think Von Miller about to have a double. I think he's going to get double digits. Because I and still he, think Vaughn is good enough where if you single block him, he's going to eat your mother effing lunch. If you double or triple team him, he ain't the Vaughn Miller of old, but he's still Pro Bowl caliber, all, all pro caliber if you put him in the right system. So I think he's about to eat. I think he's about to eat. And he got that, and he got the, the the man in the in the in the secondary, you know, holding stuff mm. down. Yo, the Rams have been mm. trying this for a few years now, though. You know, remember they while, had, yeah. you know, they had a key to leave on one side, um, Marcus mm-hmm. Peters on the other side. They had the, 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 you know, Mister Violence up front in the middle. Um, mm-hmm. So they're trying every combination that they could possibly super team up on that defense. They trying um, to go man. along with that offense yeah. to try to win the Super Bowl. The Rams are and, and not, away their I'm, entire future. They go yeah, exactly. they go. They the Rams gave, definitely they gave, aren't worried yo, about the Rams gave up the next twenty years. They gave up <laughs> yo, they twenty years for, for this. Now, I they are not it. worried listen, about what's happening. Listen, I respect later. it. I respect it. I'm gonna tell you why I respect it, right? Because I mean, even if you look at our prediction show, I I, I thought the Titans would be the only team like that's the Titans or the Chiefs would go to the bowl. They both trash now, but um. You look at the AFC, nobody's really standing out as a dominant force, right? And then you look at the NFC, like, it's, it's, it's there for them. Like, yeah. you know, and they going for it. I, I don't knock it, man. Go for it. Like, even if you and suck for the and next would, 10 years. And wouldn't it be a home game? So they're definitely going for, you know, that man, home field advantage out here. So, yo, yeah. your man Jameis, man. Y'all know I was angry with Jameis for about three years, three seasons. And you only really get angry with something that you have some level of of attachment to or you want to see him do well. I really always have secretly kind of rooted for Jameis, man. Jameis, man, he got, he got, he got LASIK, yo, he got LASIK surgery. He got his eyesight back. He got Sean Payton calling his plays. And now this, man, Jameis can't get it. And they, and they were four and two 
when and he when, was lightweight. He, he was lightweight balling. He was lightweight balling. I mean, John Payton it was had one of those checking things, the ball like, down a little too much. You know, it, it it wasn't like he wasn't lighting the world up, but he was playing well <laughs> enough. You know, guiding that team to a four four and two record. Let the media tell it, like. Yo, if if you heard them talk about Jameis in the last few weeks, and you hadn't been watching the NFL, you would think they were like one in five. Yo. But um, yeah, I'm gonna take, I mean, I'm gonna take the Jimmy. It, it I'm gonna take the Jimmy Jimmy route. Can't catch a break I'm gonna take the Jimmy. You know, can't. it took him a while. It took him a year to get that starting position. Even throughout the off season, people tried to act like they weren't sure if it was gonna be him or, or Taysom Hill. So he finally gets it. The team is doing well, and and then this happens. Yo. Against his that old team, James, against the man. team that I wanted to see, I really wanted to see him finish that game and see, you know, if he could light them up and and try to prove something to him. And yo, and, uh, I, I hope he comes back. I hope he he doesn't lose his starting job because I want to see Jameis do well. Because in Jimmy's words, if you if you took the pigment and the melanin out of his skin, dude would just be a Brett Favre, one of Brett Favre's descendants, man. Dude's arm strength and arm talent is amazing. His, it's, it really is amazing. He believes he's more than he is, and that's why he throws into those tight windows and throws all them picks. But you can't throw for 5,000 yards and not have amazing arm talent, man. That dude can play, man. Listen, man. He, he might not he be able to somehow made this whole thing time. about, like, giving Jameis a blumpkin. Yo, the one thing about the Jameis injury that bothered me <laughs> is, like, how it happened because that was, like, a, a horse collar jump, man, and – it's just terrible to see, like, you know, someone yeah. get the yeah, water His, his hand wasn't inside the illegal. jersey. It was outside. It was on the arm, bro. <laughs> no, I don't know, bro. It was a flag on it. They caught a flag on it. They got a flag for a horse collar. They caught a flag on a lot of things. They caught a flag on letting slaves be free. That didn't mean it was really wrong. Yo, huh? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, we didn't get what you just said, guys. <laughs> I don't even know. You got it? Yeah. You got it? I don't even <laughs> ain't move on from there, man, and give everybody our stat of the week. Stat of the week comes from high school football, and there's a four-star quarterback in California named Justin Martin. He is a UCLA commit. I believe he's like Better the 200th something uh, uh, ranked player in the nation, and he's the 20, 20th ranked quarterback in the nation for high school. Um, he set a California state record with 13 touchdown passes and a 106-0 to zero win over Englewood Morningside. Englewood Morningside, first of all, kill yourself. Um, take the pads off. This game is not for you um, as a school. But 13 touchdown passes? Like, first of all, how much of an asshole does your coach have to be to leave you in the game to throw 13 passes and a 106-0 to zero when when you've already committed to college, so you can't really go around talking yeah. about well, I'm trying to get him in school and all that. He already committed. So what do y'all? First of all, what do y'all think yo. about the coach? For, for yo for Andy this? yo Andy Reid is rolling over in his grave <laughs> that he is not buried in yet. And, Andy, Andy Reid would have on at thirty five nothing. And yo Andy would have spread them one hundred six at one hundred six out over four games. Not because no, yeah. he couldn't score 106, but it's immodest. At 35, nothing Andy Reid is putting in the cheerleaders, the water boys, <laughs> asking a couple of fans if they want to come down the stands and play this bum-ass school at Inglewood Morningside. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, Bishop Sycamore would have done better than this. Like, come on now. Oh, yeah. <laughs> 
Shout out to the, to the yes, bishop. Sir. All right, man. Let's let's go to the phone lines, man. And see what we got this evening. Uh, we got the homie Tobias calling in from Arizona. <laughs> what up, Tobias? Roll no. damn tide. Roll down tied after a week hiatus this trash ass defense is back on the field this week. <laughs> but uh <laughs> hey and I know hey, the real hey. Pass, hey least that least that uh, money least they greased the committee enough, you know, to get them back at the number two spot. So they still in that hey, playoff position. It works as a prime position. Everybody's panicking, but they still gotta go to Auburn. And if they beat Auburn, they got to beat Georgia and Atlanta just to make the playoff. It usually works itself out with all that. They ain't going to lose again. And, uh, they ain't going to lose again. I don't know. But uh, all I know is that the only chance we got against Georgia if you make their quarterback throw the ball, he's ass. But uh, <laughs> he be throwing pop flies or deep balls. But first, I got to say, uh, my condolences to the young lady lost her life for Henry Ruggs. She's a white woman, so Henry Ruggs going to do the whole sentence and win the dog, so you'll get some dog charges. Yeah. But it just shows that uh, one bad decision could mess up a lot of lives. Yeah. That's funny because I've been, yeah. you know, I mean, it can mess up your own life and, and anything. It doesn't even have to be anything this serious. That's funny because I was just explaining that to my son the other day, you know, about the importance of making good choices, man, because Two minutes, yeah. five his minutes. His girlfriend, his girlfriend, couple of minutes. His girlfriend is black. Uh, Tobias. Yep, she she's black, and she was in a car with us. He could have killed her too. Oh, she don't. No, she don't matter. Couple of he minutes of yeah. fun. Couple of minutes of fun could lead to a lifetime of yeah, hurt for done. you, other people, all kinds of stuff. I mean, yeah, uh, it's a shame because like I said, not even just in this situation, man. Two minutes of raw dogging could, you know what I mean? Shout out to Agent Peterson for that um, one. His baby mama started static. He got another contract. But uh, dude has yeah. more baby mama. We, we, we don't talk about this drugs thing in a minute. You know how Tobias but, uh, always coming yeah, on. That, might be, a, that might be a real stat, Tobias. Uh, we got we got to go back and see if that's a real stat. That might be accurate. Yeah, Agent Peterson got like eight baby mamas. Dwight, Dwight Howard has more baby mamas than post moves. Uh, yeah. <laughs> you know, but, but, but Yo, I know y'all so talking. So hold on. So hold on. Agent Peterson got more baby moms than he has playoff games. Yes. Yeah. And Peters had like seven, seven, eight baby mamas. Yeah. But uh, but one thing I wanted to tell, like y'all talk about James, right? And, uh, that is the way it goes. It, it's, it's a, you know, it's a like what happened because he was on a one year prove it deal, and he got hurt during that. Yeah. And I still think the Saints gonna bring him back, but it's gonna be cheap. So the hot take media keeps saying they gonna trade with Russell Wilson. I'm like. Seattle gonna fire Pete Carroll before they trade Russell Wilson. Now, I <laughs> they got everybody trading for Russell Wilson. Russell Wilson gonna be an Eagle, a Saint, a Falcon, <laughs> all in the same season. He's gonna have to travel <laughs> three different. They got to set the schedule so he can travel three different places every Sunday. And, and you <laughs> know, y'all talking about, and like B also brought up a good point though about him. See, the hot take media never said this guy James was playing with the worst receiver core in the league. Can anyone name a receiver for them? Has anyone seen these guys up for like a – it's like – I remember Marquez Callaway played for Tennessee. I'm a SEC homer. Like I never heard of this guy. Uh, <laughs> you yo, know? Yo, they got the failure. They got his number one – his number one receiver is the failure Kevin White. I didn't even know Kevin yeah. White was still in the league. And so – and so, and, and the team believes him. Now, don't get me wrong. I died laughing when your boy was dancing the crutches in the back. <laughs> But but it shows is that the hot take media they have agendas. They never every time the dude had to get well. We're gonna bring a quarterback next year. And I'm like, 
He's playing fine, and you know your first year in the offense is going to be rocky, especially they didn't have Michael Thomas all year. And so with all the injuries they had, and he still played well. Because guess what? If the Saints don't bring him back, someone's going to pay him. <laughs> so uh, <laughs> so they, they might as well. And plus, like Deshaun Watson, right, the, the Texans may be stuck with him because no team is going to trade for him while all this stuff's going on to his result. They don't even know how long he may go to prison. They don't know how long he's going to be in prison, for, like, suspended. And then Portua out here, he's done. <laughs> you know, they pretty much tapped on him. And now he's our quarterback. Quit lying. He ain't the quarterback. You, they, they might as well have traded him during the trade deadline, to be honest with you. Yeah. <laughs> you know, so I, 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 it just shows, like, like Jimmy always says, there are a lot of these teams that don't know what the hell they're doing. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Because you know this guy has a no-trade clause. And Houston should have traded in like in the season. I thought Houston trading should have done after the season when you know how the draft order is set up. And I hear the hot take media keep saying he's top five. Don't get me wrong, he's talented. And I'm not saying QB wins the stat. But you, are you top five? And it's the same Bill O'Brien. They got T.J. Yates, Brock Osweiler to the playoffs. If you want them in four games, you can't tell me D. Hop meant that much. That uh, you know, so and, and I, that just got me thinking right there. And I just like he's good, but are we sure he's top five good? Like they say he is, you know. And but I would still trade for him if he didn't have those problems going on because he is talented. But it just shows that if they like you. They will bump you up the rankings. But I do think he's a good quarterback, and I would trade for him. But I'm not going to be able to get myself here. So what would you do in some of these situations, though? I mean, because, you know, a team like, like you said, teams like uh, the Eagles, teams like um, That's the Saints, everybody's talking about, um, especially in the Eagles case, because they, they're going to end up with like three first round picks, maybe three top 10 picks. And they they keep trying to um, link them to like a Russell Wilson or Deshaun Watson. Like, would you do that? Or would you draft a quarterback on your own? Because if you, if you trade for one of those guys, you're going to have to give them all of those. Everything. Picks. Right. And your team still so is would you Would you rather do that? with the roster that you already have, or would you rather draft a quarterback, take a chance on a young dude, and actually have some picks to help put a team around him? Here's a theory of mine. I will actually trade the pick and have stock next the next season because there will be a better quarterback draft the next season. And uh, I have ammunition for that uh, because the Eagles case, they still need a lot of help. I will trade the pick. And uh, you can still get a bunch of stuff, and just yeah, have. You know how hard it's to... always been to sell to fans. We doing stuff for the future, like Eagles ain't trying to be on those Sixers type stuff. That was the process was hard ask, enough. Ask Wilson, ask New York Jets fans right now. They could have traded Darnold, got some picks, built the team up, and had a Tyrod Taylor be your quarterback for a year or so. So when you got the quarterback, now he's getting his head beat in because you got nothing around him. Their backs don't yeah. solve every issue. Yeah, um, but at the same time, the like, yeah. that's a that's kind of a hindsight um, situation too. That's a hindsight scenario because you just didn't know you were going to be garbage all this time. 
Like, if you know you're going to be garbage enough to have Tyrod Taylor come in and be a quarterback, then you, then you do that. But here's the a thing lot of people are thinking that these guys are talented enough. Like, oh, once we get this young quarterback, we're going to start to improve immediately. Who's their coach? Look at how the Dolphins coach, right? They kept – I'm not saying Tua's great. I wouldn't even trade for Tua. And I always thought – you know, I always said Mac Jones was there on both of him and Hurts anyway. But uh, funny how the hot take media has been quiet about Mac Jones. But anyway, uh, you know, but, but thing is, every time two hit a rough patch, Brian Flores pulled him out. How the hell do you know your quarterback will get through adversity and your team believe you do adversity that you keep pulling the quarterback out? Quarterback is going to be scared to make mistakes because you'll pull him out. How can he grow? And, and for Ryan Fitzpatrick of all people, this is the you know this is the this is the Tobias defend Alabama quarterback segment. Oh, I'm not because I want to. <laughs> hey, because I told you I like Mac Jones more than than the other two, and I thought the hot take media got bullied and Twitter bullied the Niners to take a Trey Lance, who's two years away from being two years away. Uh, I'll say this before I run. Your sixes got a hometown whistle against my Bulls last night. That's all I got to say about that one. Uh, you know, just letting y'all know that, man. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but you can't get a you know hometown what, whistle, then what, what the hell is hometown? I know, home court, court, but you know what? Hey. But you, but you know the good thing about, and I was I was telling people, like the like the people, they didn't want to believe the Bulls made the playoffs because they had a reputation. Miami Heat has a reputation. So they could sign me right now. They think that's a good thing because of reputation. But I think it'd be a good team. Oh, I forgot about this one. Y'all talk about Scottie Pippen, right? I put this in the group chat. Michael Jordan's dad died. Pippen never even expressed his condolences to the man. He yeah. never liked Mike. And the thing and, is, uh, I don't think Mike really, really realized that until Pippen's dumbass came out and said that this week. So he probably sitting yeah. back thinking like, damn, he sure didn't punk ass. That is cold. I ain't gonna lie to you. That is cold. Uh, yeah. For someone to do I mean, to not do that. His dad died in between. His dad died at the end of the first three peat, right? Yeah, so and, like, uh, and all so, that time. But, but he but he didn't retire until October. Then he came back, played those years, and right. I mean, thing, I you mean, know. So, so maybe that, maybe that, you know, proves me wrong. Maybe they weren't that cool because I'm thinking, even though he wasn't on the team, if y'all were cool. He called. You can call him in that year and a half that he was out. Give him leave him a voicemail. Yeah, if you leave him a voice back then, voice then they leave him play a voice again mail. for three more years, win three more championships, and he still never said to him. Even yeah. though when they when they won the first of the second set of the three-peat on Father's Day, and he was so, like, you know, emotional with the trophy because of that, <laughs> dumbass, what's his name, trying to take it from him. Like, he don't understand what's going on. Oh, Randy Brown? Um, yeah. Like, yeah. <laughs> like, why would you even be touching the trophy anyway? Like, F O A. But, but, yeah. <laughs> like, but, 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 but we know Michael ain't like Mike either. But, but we know Michael Jordan's a jerk. Man, we know LeBron like, could be happy. He's like, so, F your dad, man. Let me get that trophy. Now, you know everybody like LeBron happy go lucky. Well, he got goons like Court and Sean and Nick Wright that fight those battles for him. Uh, you know, <laughs> LeBron has goons. But the thing is, Stacey King wouldn't be the play by the color analyst for the Bulls if he was on those teams. John Paxson wouldn't have been an NF general manager for the Bulls all those years. Steve Kerr wouldn't have been where he is right now. He was on those teams. That's what I'm saying. Everybody, yeah, everybody, Jimmy said that. Man, everybody like, got oh, something off Luke, of it. 
Luke Longley, Luke Longley, Longley went and got a huge contract for that time. He was like one of the highest paid centers in the league, but he's Luke Longley. Yo. Armstrong. And all he did, all he did was shoot fifteen footers off Mike and Scotty's passes. Bill Winston was working, been working for the Bulls all these years. You know, all these yeah. people, and so, you know, and that, and uh, but I just think people are like trying to. Well, he's a bad guy. Hell, Mike even put in the documentary how the stuff he got caught up in. Do you really think Mike wanted to talk about his dad getting killed in that documentary? If Pippen, I hate to say this, if you didn't want it in the documentary, you got two options. Get your ass a GoPro camera, switch your own damn documentary, or don't double down about not coming in the game. Oh, yeah, and better yet, if you're mad about the money, how come you negotiate a fee for your interview? How about that? The dude's been bad with money for 30 years. That's his fault. I mean, he had to gas up his jet, man. Can't blame him. Yeah. He needed gas because. Yeah, oh yeah, the dude bought a golf course in Arkansas. How dumb is that? But uh, <laughs> hey, and I would love a Pippen to have the same energy for his wife who's getting fed out by role players who are trade fodder. It don't even, there are a bunch of silhouettes on two K. Don't even have a picture. But um, yeah. he probably but built killing, a golf club. He probably, he, he probably built a golf course somewhere where he's not allowed to play. Yeah, play oh yeah. And by the way, Scotty <laughs> got credit by the um, media. He was top 50 over Bernard King, Dominique Wilkins, and Alex English, and Adrian Depp. He made top 50 over there. Yeah, the dream team over Isaiah, who I believe is the second greatest point guard ever. He got over Isaiah. So I don't want to hear nothing, you know, about credit. But, hey, hey, you guys have a good one, though. I right, have man. a good one though. You thought take it easy. And, and be awesome. I got I said that Alabama shirts in the mail for your kid, man. You know Alabama has a great soccer program. No, too, no we no, we not we're not <laughs> going to the plantation man. We, we right, anti man. we anti slave master. Uh, All right, boy. <laughs> All right. Uh we got the homie Rob calling in from out in Cali. Rob, what's going on, good brother? You in the war room. What's good, y'all? How y'all doing this uh, evening? Rob Roy. What's up, man? What's goody? What's good? What's good? Uh, I hope they have that breaking really? news sound because I, I want to ask Beyonce something real quick. Go ahead. You got it. Okay. One of your favorite lyricists, you know what I'm saying? Just, 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 got, just came out the closet, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> um, he, he ate the skittles. We probably he ate the skittles. You know, he tastes the rainbow. <laughs> How do you feel about that, man? You know, because I know well, you're going to say the lyrics. I look, I look. Rob, Rob, Rob. No, no, no. Let Beyonce speak. Let Beyonce speak. But I want to give Damn. you some context to this because everybody is, like, talking about this no, story. No, it doesn't matter. You... I understand the context. I, I, I'm still going to ask the question. I don't really care about that. <laughs> I don't care about that. I'm just trying to slam somebody that, that he thinks Beelson likes since he's been slamming EJ listen, all these I'm just days. trying to tell you, I'm just, just trying to tell you, Rob, and to the people out there listening that this is just proof of 2021 that nobody cares about context, right? Because the sentence that he said before, he said, I'm, I'm, I'm coming out, is that, you know, you have a certain level of protection when you're in that community. So now I'm just going to say it, that I'm bisexual. But they cut that whole first part out, right? And they ran with the one small part, and now that's what's going viral, and everybody's going with. It. I'm like, yo, that's not you. even what he said, though. <laughs> listen, listen, <laughs> listen, you, listen. I understand the context. I heard it. I heard it. It ain't no fun to keep I heard the whole it. I heard it. I'm still gonna troll, man. I'm still gonna troll. Be awesome. Yo, tell him how you um, feel. Yo. How do I? How yeah? How I feel? I I think that now, whenever I hear 
his one his major hit, Pump It Up, it gives a whole new meaning and context to the, you know, to the song. <laughs> what, were you, what were you pumping up, yo? <laughs> what were you pumping up? Did you have EJ with you? Um, but for me, you know, Rob, I don't, I don't really think you understand um, how I view uh, Joe Button, right? So Joe Button is somebody that I respect as a uber-talented lyricist, but I'm on record for about a decade saying that I think he's a noodle. Like, I don't think he's a good dude. I don't think he's cool. I don't think he's, you know, I don't have a, an affinity for Joe Button. I just hear people who can't be objective, they slander him and say that he can't rap, and that's just not true. He can rap, he can spit bars, he certainly can wrap his his mouth around. But, I mean, he's he's a... He's an MC, dude. He he he's an MC. Uh, he's a talented MC, um, you know. But of course, if if he truly is uh, under the under the rainbow, like your uh, your hero EJ, then that that changes some of the lyrics that he spit. You know the meaning. That's all. But to Jimmy's point, I think he was trolling the world because I think that's who Joe Budden is. Joe Budden has been about getting attention. Uh, even more so than, you know, celebrating his lyrical ability. He only used the lyrics to get attention. My man is addicted to attention. So I don't I don't think he's uh, with the gays. I think he's just trying to draw attention yet again to his podcast to get that check that he gets from those uh, from those views. That's it. You know, you, that's my thought. You know, I, I, I feel you, man. So it's, it's always usually the light-skinned folk that want attention, you know what I'm saying? Damn, you know, why you, know, why? you got a but complex, bro. It's true. Why you be pooping on the light-skinned brothers, It's man? true. They're they not, they not less black. It, I didn't say oh, they're black. I just said they, they, they usually want more attention because they're always a center of attention. You know what I'm saying? That's just, hey. If, if anybody's a chat, they disagree with me. Hey, yo, but your, you know? but your sister, but your sister EJ is dark-skinned. I don't have a sister named EJ. I got I got a sister named Verquasia. I mean, yeah. <laughs> and she dark. But anyways, um, uh, 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 you know, you know, moving on. Uh, I, I want to get people's thoughts about the whole Aaron Aaron Rodgers thing. Um, I we I don't I I wouldn't be looking too far into this because you know I we already know we already know he's gonna get a slap on a wrist. But do you think that there there should be a um, a fairness in criticism as far as um, Aaron Rodgers versus Kyrie Irving stands? Even though Kyrie Irving just said he did, he's not going to take it. You got Aaron Rodgers who said he lied, and I know, and everybody knows, and, and, and this is just to me. I think it's probably the powers that be that are trying to punish Kyrie Irving. For being, you know, for, for as as the coming years of being belligerent as he is, you know, I don't really trust players from Duke, but you know, I, I think I think this whole media attention is punishment for him. But do you think that that uh, that that there's gonna be fair media criticism of Aaron Rodgers, or do you think people are just gonna look at this and blow past it? I mean, he's white. You can answer that question yourself. Like, like he's white. This is America. You know, he is who he is. So, no, there's not going to be, quote, unquote, 
fair media criticism. I mean, I don't think he and Kyrie's situation are the same, but I'm not saying one weighs more than the other either. I'm not saying that to say Kyrie's is worse. Um, Kyrie is not even an anti-vax person. He's more so taking a stand for the mandate. Kyrie's just not going to be told what to do. Aaron Rodgers just went out there and straight up lied about being vaccinated and tried to, you know, tried to be the smartest person in the room by using a different word saying that I was immunized. Um, you know, I guess that could be his argument to say, well, I never actually said I was vaccinated, but I mean, that's neither here nor there, but it's, it's a weird situation to, to lie about it because I don't think they, I don't remember, they weren't mandating vaccines in the NFL, right? You were just going to get like tested more and all no. that kind of stuff. Tested right, more, so, yeah, tested more. Yeah. Um, I mean, it was crazy because he, he, he kind of did go all the way out there to to make it seem like he was vaccinated and also said, like, you know, even though he is, he's not going to knock anybody who chooses not to do it. And the whole time he had never done it. So it's a weird story. But to answer your question, no, it's not going to be covered the same way. It's going to go away way quicker than Kyrie's situation, which hasn't gone away yet. But it is what it is. Like we are we going to keep complaining about stuff that we know this is the fabric of America. So at this point, I'm like, whatever. <laughs> I, I feel you. I feel I, I, it is what it is. Scavio, you're six just starting Shake Milton and Tyrese Maxey tonight. <laughs> Doc Rivers is drunk. <laughs> hey, I'm one, just man. glad Kyrie both of them dudes. I'm just glad Kyrie is not a Laker. You know what I'm saying? I'm just glad he ain't a Laker and we don't have those problems because if he would have tried to do this stuff, they would have ran him out of town quickly. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, so you're saying, so you saying you, you got a better point guard on the roster than Kyrie? Are you, are I'm you not saying that? Saying it, oh, he, okay. I'm just he is. Sure. Listen, listen. To, well, to be – if you, there's pros and cons. I mean, with Kyrie, why well, I take Kyrie over Russell Westbrook, I like to think about it because I, I think Kyrie is me. I Yes. But the thing is, he, ever since he came, and you know, I follow I follow Duke because I hate Duke, right? Ever since he came out out of Duke, even in Duke, he had an injury history. He barely played like what five games. And coming to NBA, he has an injury history. Also, the fact that he's this belligerent is like you don't know what you're gonna get from him. Oh, so you want him, you want him to you want him to cowtail to the man and not be belligerent. I got you. I listen, yes, I listen, 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 listen. I mean, listen. We don't listen, listen much respect. Much respect to Sixers fans and 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 players. But listen, as Kobe, as Lake Kobe Bryant said, we don't hang division banners. We ain't championship banners. If you want to hang division banners, go to Cleveland. If you wanna, if you want to win a championship, stay here. I don't care. Let Wes Westbrook win a dress, wear a dress. I don't care. I want to play basketball. I want to win games. I want to win championships. So you cool with the emasculation of black masculinity or the emasculation of black males, um, as long as it leads to the L.A. Lakers getting a, a championship. 
Well, one you're man cool. does not define masculinity. One man does not. I mean, I mean, I mean, he's not. He's not no, defining I think anything. He's defining and you're double talking. Femininity. I think him wearing a dress and people is double talking. What does East Coast and West Coast have to do with him wearing a dress? They wear more dresses, and men wear more dresses on the West Coast. I don't agree with that. I don't like it, but he's wearing a dress. <laughs> he just oh wow! <laughs> oh. Yo, he, he, said, he said they wore men wear more dresses on the West Coast. Black men wear more dresses. But, but in men wear, wear more dresses okay. on the West Coast? Are you serious? <laughs> I don't know what you're saying, Rob. I'm trying to get. I'm trying to understand if that's what you're saying. If no, EJ is representative saying. of black masculinity, where you come from, I, I understand. No, he I doesn't. Guess. No, he doesn't. No, he doesn't. Come on now. Do you think that EJ, do EJ and your starting point guard go dress shopping together? <laughs> yeah, y'all wasting my time here. I'm hungry. I think you have Rob. more information than that than I do. That's what you're talking about. Right. But anyways. So we can roll uh, out, man. Brother, my last point. First, first of all, shout out to Jimmy, man. You're being quiet, bro. What's good, bro? No, man, I'm just listening. I'm listening to the conversation, good brother. I'm here. Okay, damn. damn, damn. He listening listen to your me. foolishness. My foolish, whatever, be awesome, whatever, man. No, you and be awesome. I, awesome I, I control I, each other, man. And it's, you know, I just, I just listen to y'all troll each other. I mean, I mean, so listen, Jimmy, listen, I got special. Russ, be awesome. Russ ain't out here wearing. Russ ain't out here wearing dresses and neck scarves. And and his mom's jewelry. Russ has been out of control, man. And I, yo, I don't care what he wears. Yeah, he could be balling. But the thing is, he ain't he balling. Not balling. So. <laughs> he's not balling. <laughs> <laughs> he ain't balling. I mean, he's free balling. He, he, he probably <laughs> yo. He wearing pause. them hey, with no yo. Pause. Pause. <laughs> pause. Pause. I, I, yo, yo, uh, pause. Oh man, I I I. I will say this back to football. You know, I'm gonna touch on my Eagles in the last last second. You know, Deshaun Jackson's That's a one trick pony. No, no, Paul. That, 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 yeah. <laughs> well, wait, she could say whatever she wants. But the, the but Deshaun Jackson's a one trick pony. That's why he's getting moved around. I don't think he's gonna That's find true. any value. Um, I hope. I thought you Carson like. Went. I thought you were a Deshaun Jackson fan. Oh, I, you I can't said Jackson. Remember I thought you were Watson. No, no, not the Sean Jackson. I said Jackson. Yeah, used to used to be used to ride out for Deshaun Jackson. Uh, I did. I, I, I mean, okay. I'm, no, no, I'm not. I'm not mad at you because you know people can see the light. People can change. People's mind can change, and I respect you for it. And 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 the thing is, is that with um. But also Carson Wentz, he he has a great arm talent. I really loved it in Philly. But the thing is, he has to understand is, you know, he got to stop watching college highlights because you can't just keep making stupid plays. If a play's dead, throw the ball down. You know what I'm saying? Throw you know what, you know what Rob? You know what, Rob? That's a great point. I'm glad you brought it up. And then we we gotta go. But the Carson, the whole Carson Wentz thing, it, 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 I, I put Carson Wentz in the same category as Andrew Luck, um, as Andrew Luck, as Patrick Mahomes, and Ben Roethlisberger. And what that is is they're so uber talented, and they feel the pressure of rocking with teams that are ass, and they're trying to make the big play all the time because their teams are booty butt cheeks. So with them being 
with their teams being EJ with it, they have to try and step up, and they feel the need to try and make plays every time. So it's not that – and you're right, he does have to learn how to get rid of the ball and not get in the habit of trying to play hero ball all the time, but I get it. It's not that he's, he's whack or he can't QB. It's the pressure of trying to make the big play when it doesn't need to be made. Well, at this point, well, yeah, we I got not care. I just need him to stay healthy. <laughs> So he could play 75% of this snap so we can get that pick. And I'm cool with him playing hero ball right now because the more they lose, the higher that pick will be. So go ahead and do your thing. Um, do, you, do your bad thing, Carson Wentz, but stay healthy in the process. And, 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 and last thing I want to say, I hope you all have a blessed, blessed week. I'll talk to you all again. I hope you all have a blessed Thanksgiving. You know, I can't. good, brother. I'm, I I just I just very disappointed in my Eagles this year too. You know, I'm just gonna watch basketball. They are they are ass. Yeah. Jalen hits his ass. There's nothing to be disappointed about though, you know. We got I, a Super I, I jumped, Bowl in twenty eighteen. I'm still they, celebrating. Nah, but they you know, they, they, they weren't supposed to be nothing. That's the only reason I even picked them to do anything, because we usually do all right when we ain't supposed to be nothing. They just living down their expectations right now. So don't be mad. I, I just I just Mean hope the shit. Cowboys don't win the Super Bowl. That that that's my thing. <laughs> Why would you even say that? That ain't even that ain't even in the cards, bro. They're not good. I mean, nice. they're good. They're talented, but they're gonna choke in the playoffs. So. The defense is yeah. gonna fail them at some point, actually. Yeah. Um, but you know, we'll see. But Rob, thanks for your call, man. We will definitely holler at you next week, man. The quarterback yeah. not that good. All right, bro. <laughs> Hey, Jim, what happened this week while everybody was on the Grizz Nae? You can't stop the rain. All right, so while you on the grind, is brought to you by Digital Extreme Technology. While y'all was on the grind, they were getting their water cut off. <laughs> Yo, if y'all don't watch me, I have no idea what me and Devin laughing at. But anyway, um, while you were on the grind, is brought to you by Digital Extreme Technology. So you and your business need a custom website, so here's what you do. DigitalExtremeTech.com or call 267-205-4203 and go, yeah, and you get the hookup. But listen, it's time to talk about what happened, you know, while you were on the Grizz Naive. We got a couple of stories to talk about. We're going to start, but, uh, you know, Tobias brought this up. Your man, Henry Ruggs, man, um, out here wilding. He's out here wilding. You know what I'm saying? He caught a body about a week ago. Um, so rest in power to that young lady as well as the dog. You know what I'm saying? Because he murdered a dog too. So yeah, man. I'm I know they put, yo, they put, yo, they put Mike Vick, they put Mike Vick away with that time for doing that. So you know what they're gonna do to rugs. I mean, listen, he was drunk and, off and that water. Dogs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. The speed First limit, all, the speed limit was, was 25 miles an hour. It go ahead, Death. <laughs> no, no, go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. Uh, the speed limit was 25 miles an hour. So now everybody listening, I'm gonna need you to either pull your calculator out or be swift with the math. <laughs> he was 131 miles an hour above the speed limit. Yeah, the boy was going 156 miles per hour in his Corvette. In a 21. That's one. He was 0.161. With his alcohol level, which is two times the legal limit in the state of Nevada. Oh man, blood two. Is 16%. Two. He had he a awesome. loaded weapon in the front seat. Three. He killed 
a white woman and a white her woman. dog, four and five. Like, this is what we go back, like, this, I'm telling you, this is the type of stuff that you talk to your children about. Like, no matter what the situation, this is the epitome of five minutes, two minutes, 30 seconds of a good time can change your life and a whole lot of others people, other people's lives forever. So you have a woman who's dead. You have a dog that's dead. You have cars that are mangled. You have, you know, now he's facing all kinds of felonies, you know, maybe a gun charge to go on top of his, his, uh, his, his homicide, his vehicular homicide on top of his DUI on top. Like his life is ruined for a bad decision, let alone that the Raiders have uh, car service for their players, <laughs> let alone that even if they didn't, you have all kinds of taxis, Ubers, lifts, <laughs> hitchhiking, <laughs> wild fans that'll give you a ride just because you're Henry Ruggs III and you play for their favorite team. It doesn't get any worse than this. So he made – uh, they were going to set his bail at a million dollars, but instead they set the amount at 150000 with strict conditions to include home confinement, electronic monitoring, no alcohol, and no driving. Also, he had to surrender his passport just in case he got any uh, ideas. So he did make bail um, that next day. So he is out. But, you know, once this thing goes to trial, man, his life is cooked. Like, one of these charges holds a minimum two to 20. How many, like, what, what do y'all think a jury is going to do to this dude? Well, it depends. I think that a jury of, of his peers, um, as we've seen in the Ahmad Aubrey case, um, sometimes juries get stacked against you, um, which in this case, they probably wouldn't need to do that because any human being in their right mind is going to see that this man made some very, very fatal mistakes. Um, I, I, I don't. I, First of all, I, I didn't even know. Ten year, I see him getting ten years. I didn't know a vet could do one fifty six. And the I mean, but oh, yeah. but he's a you know he he's a man of some form of riches. So you know anything that's in the states usually have the governor on the engine and you know if you're a person of certain riches you can get certain things removed illegally um <laughs> and and a lot of people I was talking about I was talking to you know with someone about this yesterday and was letting them know that and he really had no clue what that even was I'm like first of all there's only a certain amount of population that even know what a governor is in an engine and know that that even exists you know, we all have some experience in the automobile industry from back in the day, you know, to know these type of things. But I, I don't know, man. It's like this whole situation just kind of leaves you speechless because it was like offense on top of offense on top of offense. And now this man's life for all intents and purposes, even if it's not completely over, it's changed forever because if say if he does just get 10 how long is this going to be on his conscience how long is this going to be on his psyche forever you know, listen man right the rest of his life like rest of his life he, he like being reckless that one decision like yo why are you driving that fast like what are you doing 
Like, it's crazy. In a residential said, area, you're not even on a highway. Yo, dog, like, he's so reckless. He's going to be stupid. He's stupid man, on the highway. He, he was wilding, though. Like, what are you doing? What are you thinking? Uh, Yo, in the airbag, I'm, I'm not said at the time of impact, he was uh, doing like 127. So I guess, you know, once he saw that there was an automobile he was coming up on, he tried to slam on the brakes. But by the time yo. the airbag deployed, he was still going 127 miles per hour. I'm I'm and, not sure uh, how fast you gentlemen have been, uh, but I can certainly say that at his speed, there's literally nothing you can do. Nothing can like nothing. nothing live. But there's you know what the crazy part about it is, like though, with, with drunk driving accidents like this, the drunk yeah, driver yeah. always. Yeah. Survives. Yeah. The innocent person always dies. He, I mean, he he had a cut on his on his head, and he had on a, a neck brace in his in his mugshot. That's about it. The drunk driver always survives these situations, and that's the saddest part about all of this. Like the innocent person always loses their life in this situation. So, yeah. It's crazy, man. Even Skyview shared something in the chat room, man. He was like, um, you know, because he's a Raiders fan. He was like, my question, how are we going to be excited about the Raiders when Ruggs killed a woman? And he said, my mom was killed by a drunken driver. So, man, our oh. condolences for that. So I know this hits home a little harder for him. And, and you know, it's, it's, it's crazy, yeah, man. Yeah, what, thought, what else happened, man? This man... I saw a video. It was a video that was going viral yesterday, like in Philly, where it was a young boy who was like in his car, and he had like cut his IG live on. Like I guess he was starting to spit some bars or something, and, and now you hear it smack. Some boy was going seventy and like a twenty-five and smack into him. And I'm like, yo, folks be out here on the sauce, just just like reckless. I don't like. Oh, it, mm. that, that kind of ish bothers me because it can happen That's to anyone. Thing. And it's like the, the people that be drunk, like they don't even drive slow. Like you just you just all out going for it while you drunk, like because it's I don't know, so I don't know like what it is about driving fast. You know when you're drunk, and you know I don't know what it is about driving fast as a drunk because when you're under the influence of of herbs and tea, you be driving slow as I don't know what <laughs> you going. <laughs> you be obeying the speed limit then, but um no nah, man I I. I I can't, man. I, 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 I. First of all, rest in peace to the woman who lost her her life. Uh, rest in peace to Fido. Uh, may her family have our our condolences. Um, no, really, sincerely, man. Really, Fido, um, though. Absolutely. But but yo, yo, no, Henry. Did you, but did you hear how she died though? The impact ruptured her gas tank, which caused an explosion and a fire. So this wasn't even oh like some fat, like, yeah, yeah right. She, uh, like, they basically she burned, burned to death. death. Like, this oh, dude. Henry, you got to go to jail, B. For a long and time. I, Henry, they got and I, can't, I, can't, I can't be on no free Henry. This is unfair. No, I ain't no free Henry, yo. Yo, give, yo, give Henry on the needle, yo. <laughs> Henry. Henry on the boat. <laughs> man, like. They got they yeah. got cut Henry Water off. <laughs> Pretty no. much. Oh, you can't stop. The Pretty rain. much, man. You can't stop the rain. You can't. You can't. You can't. I, I don't. I don't ever wish the needle 
or the chair on a on a black man, but he got to sit down for like I don't feel I don't feel bad about any amount of time he he ends up with man. Like, I mean, ugh, that's tough. Henry got Henry got to get it snatched in jail or something like something got to happen. <laughs> Henry got to Henry got to meet Joe Buttons with an S. Uh, Henry, yo, Henry, Henry, Henry Kidman got to be on the list. But yo, um, moving forward though, uh, wild American me. Hey, right, what else happened, your man? man Odell, Get out of here. Your, your man Odell, Odell Beckham Jr. And I say Jr. for a reason because his daddy, senior, social media, the video. My man like broke down some game plan, but what he was breaking down is. Just how as uh, their quarterback is, how Baker Mayfield was like several opportunities to get Odell the ball, so he cooked right. while he was breaking down. Film. And it, and he yeah. broke down film from like like four separate games of how many times, like Jimmy said, he either missed him on a throw or he missed them all together, missed him being open and didn't get you know didn't even try to get him the ball. The funny thing, Jim, when that when that first came out. And I actually went to look for the video. I thought it was going to be like, you know, some, you know, 30-second, one-minute-long edited-up YouTube no. video. Dude, this video was long as hell because he was going through every single play. Yo, my man, yo, my man got the all dead. He missed him. My man it was so long, I had to he stop went to watching work. it. I couldn't watch it anymore. Like, yo, this video too long. I ain't trying to watch this. But yeah, what do y'all think about that? My man got that all 22. Um, because we've had situations like this before where somebody's family member would go on somebody's teammate. Um, Odell Beckham has actually been sat down by the Cleveland Browns after all of this, and it seems like I guess so. It seems like a trade is imminent at this point. But we've seen this from uh, uh, what's the Bulls' wife? They used to play for the Dolphins, who had the podcast. <laughs> Miko Grimes. We've seen Miko go on some teammates. We've seen Colin Kaepernick's chick go on teammates, go on commissioners, go on Ray Lewis, go on whoever she felt like going on at the at, at the particular time. So, what do y'all feel? It, it, we're not saying his dad was lying, but is it in his place to do this? No. And do you no, think he even not, does it's this? Not. Without the permission of his son, because we always act like the person that's being defended is innocent. Um, but that would just mean you can't control your bird, you can't control your pop. Do y'all believe that these people yeah. can't control these people, or are they giving them permission to go out and, and do this? Hey, I, I, so in, can, in the in the case of Brent, in the case of Brent Grind, he definitely couldn't control his bird, and I know for a fact that she had that sunshine. So he didn't even want to. Hey, yo. Um, but, but um, your man, your man Odell, probably sat down with his dad and came up with the plan. Um, probably came up with the plan. I, I, I think that. Right. I think the funny right. when they is, came up with it and, and said how it was gonna go, they probably jumped up and started dancing with each other shirtless. Started dancing and doing handshakes, doing LeBron <laughs> handshakes with each other and all types. Um, Odell started is a. Is a Odell is a supreme talent, supreme talent, and I he believe as hell on the problem. I believe the problem is he pays so much attention to things outside of just putting his nose to the grindstone and working really, really hard that he has essentially put himself in a position where a noodle like Baker Mayfield 
will overlook him because Baker's ego is bigger than the stadium he plays in. So you're not going to show the quarterback up who they're going to invest money in. You're just not going to do that. So now it's in a position where, yes, Odell is technically right. His dad is technically right from a purely football standpoint. But you're showing the quarterback up because you don't have a relationship with him where you can go into the room with him and a coach or him and a videographer and sit down and go over this stuff. Now it's just you getting thrown. You're going to end up under the bus by throwing him under the bus, and now you're out of town because you didn't take a different approach, which is working harder, running routes better, and sitting down with the bull. Which that ain't well. well. So, when, you, when you make a video like that, if you were in cahoots with your pops, I don't think being out of town is necessarily. I don't think that's not your your goal in this whole thing because you can't oh, do that that or have your family members do that and then go back and play with the dude. And I mean, what you thought it was going to do? Make him throw to you more? Baker seems like a hole, I mean, so he don't really seem like that would have moved in any you know way, shape, or form. I mean. Fact of the matter is, the video is egregious. Baker is ass, yo. <laughs> That's the funny part. Yo, point yo. proven. Uh, Odell Beckham Sr., point proven, beloved. <laughs> he ain't lying, though. He ain't lying. Yeah, yeah right, he definitely man. ain't lying, yo. The whole thing's child, but he is not lying, yo. Baker is we, we are Actually, we already talked about Aaron Rodgers, you know, lying about his. Well, if, for anybody who came in late on that conversation, man, the reason why we know Aaron Rodgers is lying is because Aaron Rodgers has tested positive for COVID and will miss the next game, maybe two. Um, but the fact that he never got vaccinated came out when he tested positive. Not not because he tested positive, because you can still test positive after vaccination. But, you know, th- this is when the teams and the doctors start digging into all your business and all your, your recent history. And, you know, I guess he must've admitted finally, you know, that he wasn't vaccinated. So that's how that story came about. Um, Rob asked us if we thought Aaron Rodgers was going to get quote unquote fair media coverage for this. Um, comparing him to like Kyrie Irving. Um, I'm pretty sure I can speak for everybody here when I, when I answered him. Said no, but you know, you know where we live. You, you know what country this is. <laughs> yeah. So, hey man, probably, y'all got anything to add to that? Our, uh, that yeah, probably Why not on our lie? agenda. Uh, totally unrelated. Uh, rest in hell to Albert Martinez. Uh, he passed yo. away over the weekend. Hey um, yo, <laughs> yo. Some of y'all know. If y'all know, y'all know. Pat Porter. Pat Porter threw a party on uh, Instagram Live. And we know why. Yeah. Rest in peace. How you go from how you go from uh how you go from witness protection to trying to ride back through the hood? Uh, Jimmy said people were saying like he been trying to do that for some time now, like posing I mean, for the no, gram I mean, and all that kind of stuff. How you go from witness protection to the gram? Yeah. He's been on the gram for months. Like he been he been you know yeah. some people say they was yeah, they were letting him get here. comfortable. So it was, yeah, it was like it was a matter of time. Like they don't forget the type of stuff that you did, dude. It's some bitter old yo, the heads boys, out there just waiting for you to set foot in the hood to cut your water. Yo, it's a video. So, you it's know, a video you on couldn't the stop the rain. My guy was out there. Yo, the guy was out there skydiving, like literally taking video footage. 
Yo, the night the night yeah, that he happened, he was at people. a Halloween party. Like, he was a celebrity. Yeah, he was at a Halloween party. Listen, listen, he was hanging with Mary J. Blige. Like, yo, he was outside. He was hot. Where'd he go as the Grim Reaper? Like, no, he, like, was, uh, he had a he had a, a black uh, Jason mask on. Okay. And like, so he, 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 he was outside, outside, man. Some people saying that, you know, it's, it's the government that knocked him off, man. All I'm saying is it looked like John Wick shot him with them, them uh, you know, them tight shots. Yeah, that did, that. that did look a little professional. It did look a little professional, but B. Austin told the boat to rest in hell, though. So, all right, peace. Yeah, it'll be awesome. Nah. Yeah. Anyway, I guess man, we're done here. Said, man. <laughs> yeah, that, that's what happened while you want to bring my He also got a pocket this season, man. Can't stop the rain. Yo, that, that, tell everybody what happened today in sports history. Yes, sir. Right before we get up out of this joint, this date in sports history brought to you by Sports the Book. Y'all know what it is. Smart people only read the sports. Written by War Room Sports own Jimmy the Blueprint. Go pick up your copy at warroomsports.com or sportsthebook.com. November 4th, 1996, on Monday Night Raw, as a member of Mark Merrill's entourage, a rookie named Rocky Mavia, I don't even know how to pronounce his last name, which was... Maya Villa. Uh, he, Maya Villa. He was, taking, he was taking his dad's first... He was taking a piece of his dad's ring name and his grandfather's ring name, but this rookie made his televised debut in the WWF at the time by getting into a melee following a match between Goldust in the stalker, as we all know, that rookie became The Rock, one of the most famous wrestlers in wrestling history, and probably like Hollywood's biggest star right now. Um, shout out to The Rock and his debut. His actual debut match came about two, maybe a week and a half later on the 17th, um, when he actually had his first wrestling match in the WWF. Um, 11 4, November 4th, 1987 is the date the NBA announced four new franchises, Charlotte and Miami for the 1988 season and Minnesota and Orlando for the 1989 season. Um, expansion has been one of the worst things that happened to the league ever since then, but shout out to those four franchises and the date that they were announced. Shout out to all of these moments. Let's get up out of here, man. Let's cut this show yes, water sir. for the next Shout out to everybody for all the support and everything that we do. Shout out to those that called in we talked to. Shout out to those that called in that hung up because we didn't talk to you. Just shout out to everybody, man. We appreciate all the support. Check us back here next week. You know what I'm saying? And everything that we do, all of our content, I mean, all of our social media, all of everything can be found at the hub of warroomsports.com. My book can be found at warroomsports.com, and that book is Sports the Book. But as we always say, don't accept mediocrity. Be steadfast in the world of ignorance. We'll see you jump on top.
ain't talking college. Five guys, no beef though. Fortress, secret, but the streets know. Bellafani, I got a chief flow. KC, royalty, I'm in beast mode. Two hours, get your game up. Who's the best in sports cast? You better name us. War of sports. Sports, www.warroomsports.com. What? Ain't no more to it.